Last time I told you that I was dog-sitting for a buddy. Uh, I was dog-sitting his, his French bulldog, Alpha. The best fucking dog ever. Hands down. Fucking don't at me. And uh, uh, yesterday, uh, he got back from, from his trip. And he came, and he picked up the dog. And yesterday, really, like the 27 years of experience I have in suppressing emotions just came in came in so handy it's fuck oh i really i really did not expect at all that just uh, uh, taking care of a dog for what was it like four fucking days would uh, would like leave me leave me feeling shit right fucking weird it just felt like, cause like when when the dog was around, I mean, we were having some good times, but it was also, it was also like it it, it changed my daily life because, uh, like I don't go for walks three times a day, you know. Uh, like my day is pretty fucking planned out, so actually taking care of the dog was getting in the way of my plans, uh, and for like the first two days, it it was it was difficult, but then it started getting easier because I realized. Hey, you know what? These fucking walks three times a day, they're not doing any bad for me. Is that even how the fucking sentence should work? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, they're, they're not bad for me. These walks, if anything, are good for me. Oh, fuck, sorry. Just had some coffee. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm going for these walks, and, you know, hanging out with the dog is also good for me, you know, because, like, the dog's happy, and it, it brings all this sort of fucking positivity in your life if you if you leave the house like like twice i had to leave the house for like an hour or two and i had to leave the dog here because i couldn't couldn't take her with me uh, other than that she was like by my side the whole time super co- codependent by the way um and like when you leave for a little bit and then you come back and the dog's so fucking happy that you're back because i guess she thinks you know like fucking she got abandoned or something and then, fuck, no, surprise, fucking, here comes the guy that feeds me. Awesome. And, you know, and she's just fucking jumping around and making all these fucking pig noises. And, uh, just what a great fucking dog. Um, super codependent, though. Um, we were, uh, like, whatever, whatever I'm doing when I'm walking around the house, wherever I am, she's, like, right there next to me. And she's not trying to get my attention or anything. She'll just like if I'm if I'm sitting by my desk working, she'll uh, she'll lay down uh, on the floor beside me or behind me, and just fucking she'll lay down there and sleep. Or I'll give her a snack and she'll eat the snack there, you know, because she's like it's it's a little French bulldog, like six eight months old, like you got tiny little teeth, no fucking no 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 strength in the jaws whatsoever. So you give her one of those like little fucking uh, cigarette-looking snacks, and she eats that for, like, 40 fucking minutes. Um, yeah, so, and, and when, I, when I get up, the dog just immediately gets up, and he comes, it comes with me wherever the fuck I go. It, even if I just go for a piss, or I, I, I go to the kitchen just to get some water, I'm in the kitchen for five seconds, the dog will, the dog will come with me, go in the kitchen, lie down, and then after I'm done in five seconds and I'm going back, going go, going back to work, the dog will get up, come back to me to my desk, back with me to my desk, and she'll fucking lay down again. 
it's it just so great. I was a little worried that like maybe the dog is just in constant stress that that like I don't know she'll be abandoned or something. Maybe she's she's got some fucking anxiety. I don't know. I'm no fucking fucking Ace Ventura pet therapist here, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's I don't know. It was really nice fucking hanging out with the dog, and it feels like. You know, because, like, when you when you have to take care of the dog, you feel, like, this sense of, like, uh, responsibility and, and duty. And it's, um, it's a little weird because sometimes the responsibility and duty is, like, you know, like, in the mornings I'm fine because I wake up early anyway. And going for a walk in the morning was great. But then sometimes during the day, like, I have to take a break from work to take her to take her out for a walk and then in 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 the evening I have to take her out for a walk and I go to sleep pretty early but I had to take her out a little later cuz in my mind it made sense like okay if I don't want if I don't want this dog to shit in my apartment then I should probably take her out as late as possible so I was trying to do that and sometimes just during during the day or in the evening when I had to take her for a walk there were like a couple of seconds of ugh I don't want to fucking do this but then it just kicks in it kicks in no i i took i took responsibility for this dog so i got to do it there's no other fucking option there's no other option on the table you got to fucking do it cuz when you say you're going to do something you do it and when your responsibility is towards things outside you like a dog a friend a parent a family member whatever it for some reason it's so much easier to like stick with the stick with what you're supposed to be doing which is weird um because when when i put some sort of a responsibility on myself and that responsibility is toward myself so like it's like internal so um like i gotta do this this and this today it's so much easier to just you know say fuck it because the thing you're saying fuck it to is yourself like you know the the plans that you made for yourself I don't know what the fucking fallacy there or the bias is, but, um, hey, you know, what are you going to do? Anyways, my point is that after, after my buddy picked up the dog, I really didn't expect that I would, uh, that I would feel so like I lost something, you know, it's fucking weird. I was only taking, taking care of this dog for a couple of days, a few days. Um, but yeah, man, I felt, I felt, I felt fucking sad, like a goddamn pussy. Had to do some man shit, do some man shit right now. Bill Burr, again, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, so I just, uh, I, I, I felt, I felt the sads, the sads coming on, and I just fucking pushed that shit down. Don't don't nobody need you here, sadness. Go fuck yourself. I just concentrated on work. Um, and today I'm fine. But the thing I'm thinking about is... Because I wasn't kidding when I said I have 27 years of experience in suppressing emotions. Like, I've never known what to do with my emotions or how to process them uh, in a healthy way. So today what I'm thinking is... I'm not feeling sad anymore. 
But I also didn't really do anything yesterday to, like, allow myself to feel any sadness or to, like, process it or whatever. So I'm thinking, like, how how many hours of my life is this taken? Uh, how, how many hours is this taken off my life? Because I don't think this shit is processed. I think I just suppressed it. And now it's, like, once once I suppress something, I don't know how to get after it, like, consciously. And what used to happen was, like, uh, when I'm, like, drinking or doing drugs, it will the shit will just come out spontaneously. But it won't come out like, oh, uh, you, you know, hey, do you remember that time with the dog and, like, you were sad when it left? No, it will be, like, 15 different things all at the same fucking time. And you don't know what the fuck's happening. You just got hit by a fucking truck of emotions. I'm in a glass cage of emotions. Milk was a bad choice. Yeah, so I don't know. I was also I was um I was at therapy. Uh, when was it? What the fucking day is today? Wednesday. I was I was in therapy on Monday, and me and my therapist were was were talking about some shit like that happened in my past, and uh, and uh, it's it's great talking these these things through and like kind of uh, um. I don't know how to put it like. You know, the, the 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 therapist is very good at, like, kind of talking to you and getting out of you the information that they need about, like, what's happened to you or how, how you lived your life or whatever, but then kind of reframing it back to you in a way, in, in a way that you didn't think about ever. Um, but the weird thing is that during during the session, we talked about some, like, childhood shit. And I kind of reframed in my mind. He reframed. And now it, it is reframed in my mind the way I think about it. But the thing that I should have asked him and didn't for some fucking reason is, okay, cool, bro. What do I do with this now? Like, okay, let's say I had in some ways a shitty childhood. Now, what the fuck do I do with this? Like, what's the what's the... What's the game plan? You can't just fucking drop some shit on me and then expect me to fucking, you know, figure out what to do with it. Or maybe that's exactly what needs to happen. I don't fucking know. Because a part of my 27 years of experience in suppressing emotions was never going to therapy. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe a part of therapy is just, hey, here's some information. You figure out what to do with it. Also... Maybe don't buy a gun. And although <laughs> I don't remember whether I told told you about this or not, but uh, in I think it was literally the first uh, the first session with the therapist I have now. Um, we were we were talking about uh, just shit shit that shit that I kind of enjoyed doing, uh, and one of the things that we realized was that I don't have a lot of things that I enjoy doing. For fucking, you know, I would have to talk about this for half an hour to explain this shit. Um, and honestly, it's a little too fucking personal, right? Like, you don't need to know all the fucking childhood stories that made made me the fucked up pile of shit that I am now. So, but w- we started talking about things like, like hobbies and, and just things that you enjoy doing. So, like... Um, I I told him that I I recently got a uh, got a bow and some arrows and I started you know like shooting a target and I enjoyed doing that 
Uh, and then he shared that, uh, you know, he, no, he was like, he was, he was, he was asking me about like what made me go for the bow and, and stuff like that. And I told him, well, you know, like I'm, I'm like slightly, slightly interested in like weapons and guns and stuff like that. But, uh, and then I told him, you know, but you can't really get guns in Latvia. So I figured the next best thing is, you know, you can get a bow. And he said, yeah, you can get guns in Latvia. And then he pointed to his backpack, which is like this this kind of like half military sort of camouflage backpack backpack sitting by his desk. <laughs> and he said, I, uh, you, "You can't you can't get a gun in Latvia. It's it's not easy, but you can." <laughs> which I thought was the most the most badass thing. I didn't expect that out of a therapist. Uh, and yeah that was that was during the first fucking visit so i mean i i say you know here's here's the information do with it what you will and hey maybe don't get a gun but the advice from my therapist on the first session was quite the opposite really he said you know like if you're interested in guns there are ways there are ways of doing it legally so <laughs> the the whole story about why he had a gun was not was not as weird as it sounds. He's into like uh, what uh, what what the fuck do they call it? Like practical shooting. So it's like a it's like a it's, it's like a type of sport. I think I think he also goes to like competitions and stuff. So he's got his like uh, I don't know whatever the fuck you call it the the sports gun or I don't fucking know. Um. But yeah, it's 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 great it's great to go to a to a therapist that's um that's like not the cliche not the cliche tv show movie therapist you know talk about your feeling shit and i mean that's that is what we talk about about feelings and shit but also from this guy you don't you don't get the uh you don't get the censored censored version of reality like we talk about shit like morals and good and evil and 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 all, all this shit about like you know people that you know like everyone everyone say, says they're good people but really they're basing it off of nothing they just you know their goodness hasn't been tested but we all think we're good people even though we have we have to do nothing we risk nothing by being quote unquote good people and the same shit goes for like morals and like all this all, all this shit. So, uh, and another another good thing about I don't know why the fuck am I talking to you about my fucking therapist? What is wrong with me? I'm such a fucking cliche, Jesus. Um, but you know, since I started talking about it, I'm gonna keep fucking talking about it because I don't really have anything else to talk about. This is what you're getting. Um, another cool thing about the therapist is that um, uh, sometimes we disagree. Um, and when we disagree, and this is a quality I like in people in general, when we disagree, he doesn't like dig in his heels and defend his position. He legit listens to my point and I can see him like processing it and considering it. And they're, they're, they're like, uh, like basically like maybe like 30% of the time he kind of ends up either agreeing with me or just kind of going like, yeah, you know, yeah, actually there's nuance there. You got a point in that. And yeah, so it's good. It's good because I, the, the thing about the thing about uh, that I've had with at least one other therapist, which I saw for one session was 
as soon as we started talking, he didn't know shit about me and he assumed so many fucking things. And he like immediately like slapped me in the face with a diagnosis uh without a, without even really asking any 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 like questions or trying to dig a little deeper figuring out what the fuck's going on um yeah i don't even fucking remember how i got on this topic but basically my therapist told me that i can get a gun legally in latvia and at some point i'm probably going to do that i'm i'm going to i'm going to have to see if i need to join a club or something or whatever um but yeah, I think I think owning a gun is just a smart fucking thing to do. I'm not one of those people that says, you know, like, as soon as you get a gun in the house, the chances of you fucking killing yourself or injuring someone go up. Yeah, sure. I know this, I know this is a hack premise, but I mean, of course the chances go up. Because before you didn't have a gun in the house, so you couldn't shoot yourself. I have knives in the house. My chances of cutting myself are... Also higher, should I get rid of my knives? It just, it it doesn't make any fucking sense. But that's the sort of topic that's been fucking discussed seriously and in comedy for a thousand times. And if I even try to fucking talk about this, I'm going to be a fucking hack, so I'm not going to do it. But I think getting a gun is... Like, I don't know, it's, it's just one of those things that fucking makes sense. It's not like I'm going to... It's not like I'm going to have it just fucking lying around on my desk, you know. I'm not going to be sitting around fucking twirling it in my hands and then fucking shooting out a window or something. But, you know, if shit goes down, like, eventually when society crumbles... <laughs> how many how many fucking episodes of the podcast have just spontaneously turned into uh, my paranoia of the apocalypse, the impending doom of civilization? But when shit goes down, you want a gun. That's the when shit goes down. I think the first thing you want is a gun. And the second thing you want is probably to not be in a city at that moment, which is something that I think I'm going to be working on over the next years. I wanna. I think. I think I wanna look at buying. Uh, at buying a property somewhere outside the city. Um. And I don't mean. I don't mean like. Um, like I don't want a house in a neighborhood, and I also don't want like a. Like a cabin in the woods, I want. I want a middle ground. I want a a relatively normal house, but in a place where. There's not a lot of people around me. There's not there's not a lot of neighbors, you know? In a place where, you know, I got to get out some fucking binoculars to see to see to see the smokestack from the nearest house. That's that's what I want to do. And I want it also to be next to a body of water like a lake or, or a river. Actually a river would be great. Uh and I would like it to also be next to next to the woods somewhere. Because then I could go into the woods and, like, do, I don't know, fucking dig a hole and shit in it. Whatever I want to do in the woods. But at the same time, I'm also not, I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm ready for, like, country living. Because uh, I kind of do like being in a city. I enjoy being in a city. But I feel like that's kind of changing lately as well because I'm not drinking anymore. 
and I'm not doing drugs anymore. And when you're not drinking or doing drugs, and when on top of that you're also introverted, living in a city is not that fucking awesome. The great things about living in a city for me is that I can get whatever kind of food I want at almost any hour of the day. That's, that's the upside. I am hard-pressed to think of any other things that I need from a city that I can't get from a city even when I live outside the city. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't really... I don't go out. I don't go, I don't go to bars and waste my time fucking socializing. I don't, I don't really go to a lot of events because I'm just not interested in most events. I don't go to the office. I go, I go to the office maybe once a month because there's no point. I can do everything I can, uh, everything I need to do from home and I can do it more efficiently. I'm way less distracted at home. Also, what I realized, since we're talking about work... Oh, I'm sorry. This is all over the fucking place. But that's just the kind of fucking thing you're getting. What I realized is... I've I've been, I've been working from home for years now. I think we're coming up on, like, almost four years now. And in those years, I never had to spend a day working from an office. Now, with this new job... I have had two days, I think, that I had to spend at the office and also work at the office. And what I realized was that I just feel really uncomfortable when I'm sitting in an open plan office. Um, I feel uncomfortable because of all the people around me. And it's not that I don't like the people. I think the people are fine. It's that... Oh, it's difficult to explain, but I think it it, it I th- I think it's got everything to do with my self-diagnosed fucking bullshit introversion thing. Cuz like I don't even know if I'm introverted. I just don't know any other label that would describe the way I feel. Like when I'm with other people, I I can enjoy myself. I can have a good time when I'm with other people, but that time that I have to feel good when I'm with others is so fucking limited. I get maybe like a few hours with the right people and then I want to be alone. And when I'm alone, I can kind of recharge and like it's that it's that whole metaphor about introverts and extroverts like like everyone has a battery inside them and the battery needs to be full for you to feel good. So for extroverts, the battery gets drained when they're alone and it, it gets filled up when they're with other people. And for introverts, is their battery gets drained. Sorry. It gets drained when they're with other people, and it fills up when they're spending time alone. Um, and that is that is how I feel, you know. I don't know. So, go into the office. No bueno. Working from home, mucho bueno. 23 minutes. Ugh. I have another thing that I kind of wanted to talk about, but I don't... I've maybe you guys... Maybe, maybe it's enough enough for you with 23 minutes and 38 seconds of podcast. Yes? No? Yes. Fuck you. 
This is your, you are not my responsibility. I did not take you on. Okay? You will, you will take what I give you, you ungrateful whore. I love you. Bye. God damn it, I missed that dog.